0: Yes, you are, sir.
1: Stop flirting, they're about.
0: We ended last time in y'all's room, if I remember right. The only person you had introduced the captain to, Wall, was Icky?
2: That's what I wrote down. I believe that is correct, yeah. So
0: you guys take it from there.
2: You kind of, like, introduced him to me. I was, like, in the middle of work. So I'm, I'm very much... I know this is like a big deal for you, but I'm also very kind of distracted, so I'm like kind of torn between if I finish this thing and uh, yes, yes. Uh, um, it's okay. You keep going about your work. I'm gonna get the other people. Oh, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna hurry off towards the shield again and start hammering away at the at the uh, faceted dragon scales. I'll work the captain over to a table.
3: Sarah, have him sit down and then go out and grab everybody else. Come on in. Come in. Quick.
1: What? What's wrong? What's the matter?
3: I found the captain. A uh, Captain? Oh, he's not even there anymore. He's back <laughs> inside.
1: You found Mike.
3: Mike hears this
0: and he leans out from his door like just shrugs, closes his door back.
1: <laughs> I mean he's not for the fight, he's right there.
3: Uh, Wall's not there anymore. He's back inside. He basically poked his head out and said, Hey! Y'all get in here! I found the captain. And then, clink, clink, closed the door again. Well, I suppose I'll
2: mosey on over and knock twice and enter Icky and Wall's room. Come on in! Come on in!
1: Rome is just gonna eyebrow-raised follow, because she doesn't know what's going on.
3: As each of you enter the room like, this is Captain Valfen. Thought he was dead, but he's not. He's alive still. Well, that's good. Praise be to the eight.
4: Congratulations on being alive.
1: Sure to meet you. Most people think I'm dead as well.
0: Hello. You guys are greeted. What appears to be once a large man, withered now by time and from his trials. He has a very well-kept cloth. He's very clean. Uh, He doesn't look, you know, he's not like a, a beggar. But just very, very worn. Burn scars cover most of his head uh, on the right side. The hair on his left is kept very short. Barely more than a stubble. Uh, And he has a very clean, folded bandage around his eyes. To let you guys know he is blind. Uh, Well, you would assume so. I would imagine. And as you guys kind of say something, he nods just kind of in your general direction.
3: So, everyone, this, this is the man. Who led me such <laughs> the <laughs> myth, <man>, the legend? <laughs> Sorry, <Such laughs> greatness. I would not be the ass kicker that I am today without him.
1: I don't think I've seen you kick anyone in the ass, but I have seen you drop kick the devil through the door in the chest. So there's that. You should be very proud of him.
0: You see, just a very satisfied nod from the old man a great job. He's not even impressed with it. It's like it's expected.
3: I think... Okay, look. I'm not the big on the thinky-thinky. <laughs> I'm more the smash-to-smash. At Vulcan, he is brilliance personified. I think he could help.
1: But I have heard of him at all.
3: Go ahead and roll me
0: uh history check with advantage, because it's military.
3: All right. Art part of a kind of Went a little bit like it out like, intelligence personified.
1: <sighs> hmm. I probably didn't because highest role I got was Nate.
0: The name is familiar. You can't quite place why, but the name kind of rings a bell.
1: I do believe I've heard of you. I can't place where or when.
0: The Silverhawks were a rather famous mercenary group. They didn't really, they were mercenaries through and through. They didn't care who they worked for as long as the pay was there. Yeah. He doesn't really refute anything that said. He just nods when Wall describes him as the foremost of thought. And he goes, ah, in some ways, yes. In others, not so much. But yes, when it comes to battlefields and tactics, I am, well, gifted or cursed, depending on how you view things.
1: Artemis looks
3: visibly relieved
1: at that news. <laughs> we could use some help with battlefield tactics. Unfortunately, most of my experience is more the solo work.
0: Oh, really? My boy hadn't said anything about you leading any armies.
1: No, I throw fireballs at them
3: mostly.
0: <laughs> he,
3: he looks at you I help.
0: and just kind of cocks his head and looks in the direction of where Wall is. I'm guessing, Wall, you're kind of like standing at his shoulder.
3: Yep. Kind of do the the rocking back and forth on the heels. And he goes, Told you, boy.
0: Keep the fire truckers close. Good call. And he just kind of shakes his head a little bit. It is getting kind of on, he will. Wall, would you like to me back to my room? I do have a class in the morning to teach. Absolutely. And he gets up, and he's got his... Now that you guys uh, are in the room, you can see it. Uh, while you weren't really paying attention to his stick, his stick is engraved much the same way that Wall's plating is. It starts at the bottom. Looks like a very rough character of a young man wearing a uh, very simple tabard, rough bridges, and just a small knife. As you get up and up and up, up, the scenes get kind of more grandiose and build until at the head of it, it is... Everybody give me a perception check. Wall, this is sight-based, so go ahead and do that with advantage.
1: That's really nice earlier. Uh, 13. 12. 10.
0: Dear lord. Okay, everybody who rolled higher than a 12... <laughs> hey,
3: that's
0: me! <laughs> you notice that the very top of the staff appears to be engraved with two figures that look very, very similar to Wall. One has his kind of dark-coloring... The other one appears to be almost a mirror image of him, with uh, hands linked on the top of the staff.
3: That'll be a solemn look from Wall seeing that.
0: Yeah, because you you know that other person to be Shrike.
1: And a robot doesn't do any of so she's gonna say those are some interesting designs there. I'd be curious to know the story behind them at some point.
0: <laughs> the books in the library. And he just kind of out the door with a hand kind of trailing back on Wall.
3: Seems like a pleasant fellow.
0: Oh, uh, uh, back to bed for me. Good night, guys. Yeah, Wall, you know him to be, while not overly humble, he does not brag about his accomplishments. It is what it is, and he understands that he has led a fairly significant life, but he doesn't really care to reflect on what he's done because there's still so much more to be done from him. Yeah. So you know that's not him being abrasive, that's not him trying to Ruffle any feathers. That's just who he is. Yes, he's done all these cool things, but he doesn't have time to talk about it. He already lived it.
1: Also, he needs to sleep.
0: That's why
3: I talked about it. Artemis <laughs> will go check out that book. Wall, did you take the book with you? No, that book was left right where it left. We well, found it. Okay, I'm uh, just checking.
1: is going to go back to her room and keep working her way through that list for a bit and then do her meditation. And then get back up and work on the list again.
2: Yeah, Vicaros will spend some time doing uh, his daily meditation, get ready for bed, and then read the note that Patricia left on his door probably like 10, 11 times, and then go the night. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like hugging it to his chest. <laughs>
1: Runway might have actually kind of taken the headlist in her hand when she went up just because, like, not thinking to put it down. So she still has it with her. She's walking back to her room.
0: Artemis, you're able to get to the library just by saying Silverhawks and Captain Volfin. You're able to get there. You're able to ask the guy and get the book. What you get from him uh, from that book, it's just like a multi-hundred-year story of this mercenary company and their rise through the ranks to be one of the elite mercenary companies on the continent. And uh, you're able to just kind of skim through it. If you want to take it and check it out, you're welcome to the library and we'll stop you. Magdar, because you weren't here last round, give me your final distillery roll, please, sir.
4: Can I do that while adding some of that hyper-good booze that I was given by the?
0: Tell you what, yeah, if you're going to add a couple drops of the good stuff to it, Mm -hmm. go ahead and add five to the roll. Okay, because that is a very top-notch brew.
2: Oh, good thing you had that plus five. Ooh.
0: It'll be the most mediocre brew we've had in a long time.
4: <laughs> hey, as long as it gets you fucked up. Okay, so <laughs>
3: That's the end game right there.
4: Yep. We said it would be the average, so then uh-huh. the average is between 19 and 11. And I can't find the thing I wrote down the rules for that, um...
0: Here, just read me off the numbers for it real quick, and I'll give you your number. Nineteen, seventeen,
4: eighteen, thirteen, eleven, 19, 17, 18, 13, 11, and 12.
0: You averaged a 13, sir.
4: Really?
0: Give me those numbers one more time, because that did sound low. 19, 18, 18.
4: 17, 13, 11, and 12.
0: We're missing a day in there somewhere. But I know that was, this is was supposed to be your last one.
4: There was a day where I rolled, like today, where it was below the lowest right, number. and we
0: just threw that one out. That's
4: right. Yeah.
1: Oh, that means the average would be.
0: Yeah, because you've got that zero worked in. No shit. So, yeah, you averaged a 13.
4: 13 will still get you fucked up, I guess. That's
3: not
0: that
4: competent. Can't find the exact numbers, but I do remember that it's the lowest one it's the crappiest one but the only one that's any different there's three different kinds two of them is it's like low quality medium quality and then if I make the highest quality one when you drink it you get three temporary health damn so that's kind of like it only matters if I make the very best one because then I have this really cool stuff that gives yeah, then he gets health. to make the
0: transcontinental gargle smasher right <laughs> What <laughs> <laughs> the transcontinental like gargle smasher?
4: Kind of like a pan galactic uh, gargle. What was it? Gargle blaster. It's like yeah, that. Uh, we were worried about like copyright stuff, so it had to be <laughs> so, uh, I know. feel I will...
1: like a may might need this after she finds the who she's looking for.
0: I will read to you uh, what we put what we put down in the actually crash. If you want to read the description to your transcontinental gargle smasher.
4: I'll put it in the chat.
3: Okay, cool. Yes, sir.
4: (laughs) Like having your brain
3: violently replaced by a nectarine of joy wrapped around a large platinum ingot.
4: Both real things.
0: (laughs) Both real 5e things, that is correct. (laughs)
4: Mm -hmm. Totally original. Sounds delightful.
0: That's right. Not borrowed from anywhere.
1: Sure, we would never.
4: This time it's the same stuff we've been drinking, pretty much.
0: You got more of that,
4: good sir.
1: Do I need to roll to see how much Romeo is down before she goes to sleep? Yeah, go ahead. That's investigation, right?
4: Yep. Magdar is going to sleep after that. Okay.
1: That was a 17.
0: Let's see, you narrowed the list down to like 100 names, right? Yes. Oh, uh, the 17, we'll say you're able to cut it probably down to about 50.
2: Well, what are you
3: doing? And I was walking the captain back to his...
0: Yeah, so you're walking Baltham back to his room? Yep. So the trip there is actually not long, but as you get there, he kind of sets you down, and you can tell he's not ready to be done with this day for him yet. Uh, it is getting late, so he he does kind of sit on the edge of his bed, and he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of sits there with you, absorbing your presence, and... Turns to where your face would be it's like he knows exactly where you are still, even after these years and he stands up off the bed and he puts a hand again on your chest, right on that hock and he leans his forehead to it and he looks at you and he goes this has been the best day that I've had in quite some time, son thank you for proving that you were every bit as deserving of our
3: mark as I thought you were How long will you be here? Well, you see, we gotta... Gotta kill some werewolf things. As
0: you say that, he turns and spits and there's a spittoon, like, perfectly placed between his bed and just ping! Like uh, the old western (laughs) movies. The lycanthropic filth that the king forces into our
3: city. That's it. That's what it was. Yep. So we gotta kill. We gotta kill at least one of them. The big guy. The one who reports back.
0: Nah. <laughs> a little mousy bastard.
3: Yeah. And he ran away too, like a little bitch.
0: Yeah, that's much how we have had issues with him for. Well, the guard. Oddly enough, uh, even able to stay away from me, he is quite impressive.
3: And then we were talking to some dragons. And they said that there was an island um and some lady on the island and I wasn't paying a lot of attention because you know there were these boats battling down the arena and that and he was just, really super just, interesting. Why would you? If it doesn't <laughs> tell you where to kill, then what's the point of the message? Exactly. That's what I try to tell them every time and everybody's <laughs> like, well, we need to talk it out. I'm like, fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is um, just instinctively rolling her eyes at well, even though she has no idea what's going
0: on. <laughs> just know somewhere something deserves one. <laughs> he chuckles. Ah, yeah, that's my boy. Well, do visit your old man when you can. Every chance that I get. One brief visit is not enough to replace the years we've lost. And now that there is another, <clears throat> and he coughs, it's a real, like, wet, grody cough. Oh. and just kind of racking.
4: Consumption. is consumption.
0: And he, <laughs> he sits down to the bed and he pats over to his nightstand. He opens it up and he pulls a bottle out and it's got a kind of weird swirling mixture in it. And he takes the top and he sets a glass down on the nightstand. Uh, moves it and he's still just coughing and coughing and coughing but he's able to tap out and he pours out uh, uh, several ounces of this fluid. Gets the Plastic stopper back on. And you notice he's starting to shake pretty bad. And he grabs the cup and downs it. And a few seconds go by. But that, like I said, just, that horrible, like, 40-year smoker cough. Then he stops, and the shaking in his hands and his body kind of settles down. Color starts to come back to his face. So that natural cue that he has instead of that purple that he'd slowly gone to as he's just racked by these coughs.
3: <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> Almost pushed it too long the fire destroyed most of them, and he just taps his chest without that concoction as vile as it is <sighs> I have died quite some time ago
2: damn we don't have a cleric anymore
4: Great your restoration yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> would lesser restoration at least help if not fix it
0: wall you would take it that with how long you've been gone if magic hasn't fixed it yet, it's probably something. It's probably like, not. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's probably not something that's going to be a quick fix to a prayer if the wizards haven't been able to come up with a way to get rid of it. Eh. The pain is manageable, but this is what keeps me going. Probably not much longer, but long enough now that there are two of us to maybe
3: rebuild the Silverhawks one day. Oh. Yes. Gets real intense and kind of quiet. Just I will find Devlin. And I will <laughs> rip him apart.
0: <clears throat> kind of like coughing. And he nods. He goes, "Well, I must have been. Hopefully, we'll see each other again tomorrow. I will come by uh, if you would like. Class is at. And he stops and he's. It's Thursday. 7 a.m. Okay. Step out of the door and ask for tactics. It should take you straight to me. All right, I will stop by. He nods and kind of shoots you to the door. As you get up and walk to the door, roll Perception. Would you look over your shoulder one last time before you walked out for the night?
3: Oh, yeah. Okay, roll Perception. 14. Uh,
0: you see that kind of as your door, as you open the door, he's taking his bandage off and the skin across his face, where his eyes would be, is just, it, there's not even like a, a spot for where his eyes would be. It is like somebody took molding clay and just forced it across his face.
3: Oh, creepy. How?
0: He takes his cloth and he dabs about underneath where his eyes would be. Where someone wipes away tears and wipes back, uh, it's a like a black, viscous fluid, and he drops the bandage into a wash basin, and it starts to move of its own accord, and you see lots of this nasty-looking liquid coming out of it.
2: That was very evocative, and I hate you for mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Captain, that looked awful. Would you like me to kiss it better for you? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Do what you will, but you looking at that, that looks like no standard torture that was done to him. That looks like that is something either magical or divine in nature, from what you know of interrogation methods.
3: Uh, so... will you sleep good. <laughs> <laughs> so head out the door, uh, gently close it, and then, uh... Go to the little time space continuum tear or whatever it is that we get around in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Say, Arome.
0: Okay, since you guys left the room and met the captain, it's only been a handful of minutes. So, Arome, you'd still be kind of going through your list, yeah, getting stuff ready for the night, and all of a sudden, a wall appears.
1: Wouldn't he be like at my door? I yeah, he'd be at your
0: door. door. I just, I'm not. I'm assuming he's not really waiting for. Decency's sake, he's just need something. Qua bam!
1: <laughs> you just walk in on her. She's like sitting on the floor. Her cowl is just like sort of off to the side with like a pen and like a piece of paper and like a notebook. She's like, Well, is everything all right?
3: I, and Walter, well, hello. And then sit down uh, in front of her on the floor. Hey, so I got questions. Okay. So I know you did some of the interrogation stuff.
1: I was more of the hunter than an interrogator, but I. Why are you asking?
3: Okay. And so he'll go on to explain what he saw and what is afflicting the captain and everything. Ooh,
0: good call, because I did not think that you would take this route. So, solid. Okay.
1: And a row, even if she didn't interrogate, like, there's no way she doesn't at least know how to. <laughs> she probably knew all the methods. She just wasn't her strong suit.
0: Yeah. I won't even make you roll for that. Like, your role with the King's Army was such that you know that that was saved for like the highest tier of political prisoner. So immediately what crosses your mind is how the hell did he get out of there? Because that is lock and key, and they don't even remember the combination or the route they took to get him there. Buried underground. There's
1: this look of First, she's not super comfortable talking about this, but as you were describing, her eyes go just white. White, I meant I can words. <laughs> <laughs> like, her eyes just go really wide in shock. She's like, if that's true, I don't think it's possible that he could be here. That's something that was only safe for the people who would certainly never to be seen again. Those were the people... We were beyond damned for the hunters. If we caught someone who went into that kind of interrogation, that was the highest honor. It was, how in the world did he escape, and what did he do to anger the king?
3: I don't know, and I don't care. Now I need to kill more people. And then he'll get up, and he'll walk up.
1: She just slowly puts her dagger back in the sheets she definitely grabbed it the second her door opened. <laughs>
0: it like, I like to think, like, as soon as the door opened, you're like, oh, crap, they're not even using a trap to stab me this time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, like, she was probably, like, five seconds from hucking her dagger before she realized, wait, that's well. <laughs> and I just sat there with her hands in her lap, dagger I
2: thought it was just taking it, like, and a fine night to you, too.
0: I like to think that, like, this this massive Warforge comes in and just sits all crisscross applesauce on the floor. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Now you know that, and now you have that wonderful picture of the captain in your character's mind as well.
1: Yeah. Also, like, I wonder if she's thinking about, like, who could have been the interrogator.
0: So, you know, and what you just—Wall uh, just kind of got what he needed and left— You know that that is generally a mark of the king's psionic companions getting a hold of someone, and that generally that means that an illithid has been brought into the fore or into the fray. Oh,
3: goddamn (laughs) squid faces!
1: I mean, it's not you asked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Wall did not stick around for that information. He just he just got that. Yep, that was the king. Okay.
1: is now making a note she has got to talk to this guy to figure out how in the world
0: and I don't ahead. even know if
1: she would know where they were kept would she
0: no this was like inner circle stuff
1: I mean she maybe like she caught someone who went there but like she
0: yeah you never would have stepped foot into that facility
1: she probably didn't want to
0: it's one of those things where even with where you were in your rank uh you don't <laughs> think for it you just know it exists.
1: Imagine she just stares in shock for a while, shakes her head and then goes back to her, her, her list.
0: Give me a, I'm going to fall back to the other DMs to find out what she knows of elephants. What should she roll?
2: Either in nature or, or if she's done like reading into it, then I would say there'd be like an intelligence.
3: Give me an intelligence
1: check.
2: And that's
3: real under-darky too, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it would just depend on how yeah, she so would have gained information. That was an say.
1: 18.
0: I would yeah. say just be more kind of rumor and whatnot. Yeah,
1: so or maybe just with, like caught in school, but just the generals maybe. Uh, not even
0: so much of that, just kind of general.
2: You could also go with lore if that's the case.
0: Oh yeah, go with lore, go with lore, because you would hear more rumor than anything.
1: That's still intelligent, so it's an 18.
0: Even as good as that is, Illithid are a very, very secretive race. You know vaguely what they are. You know they have magics that aren't really magics. You all should be asking
2: a wizard. Yeah, but the w- wizard's reading about the Silverhawks.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the, the wizard's like, dude, these guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know from the rumors that they can do things that wizards can't do. But you don't really know a whole lot about them. You are aware that most of what you know is a rumor. Nothing really solid
1: about Illithids. I I think she's gonna want to take a minute to see if he'd be willing to talk about it. Like, she's not gonna, like, force him, but it's like...
0: He being who? The captain?
1: Yeah, the captain. Like, not right now, but she's like, if she gets a chance, she might want to see, like, hey... I know more or less what happened. How did you get out? She wouldn't force him, but she's just really curious.
0: When would you like to do that?
1: I imagine, like, sometime the next day.
0: Okay, I am just making sure you weren't barging out of the
2: room. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, she's, she's like, he, he needs his rest. That would be rude. Like, maybe in the morning. She's also wants to keep working on her list. Okay, cool. She wants to get to the bottom of this and have a chance to talk to the person before we have to leave.
0: Gotcha. Nope, no, that is solid. Is anybody else doing anything this evening? Or are we uh, uh, wrapping it and calling it a night? Retire. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. yep, I'll go back to Icky's room.
0: Uh, I was going to say, Icky, do you want to go ahead and make me those tinker tricks because I know you're working through the night?
2: When Wall enters the room, you just see Icky with his back on the floor like staring up at the ceiling, and he's got a hammer in one hand, and a chisel in the other and he's just like panting and as soon as Wall kind of enters the room he like springs up oh Wall yes I, I need your help oh, what do you need? I've been trying to carve the runes in these dragon scales, but they're so damn tough oh, oh yeah I can help I need your strength come 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 and so
3: I go over there and I uh, try to aid it. so
0: Icky I will say, with how anal attentive you are, you probably have like the full grid out of how you need this room to go.
2: Oh yeah, so like, it's like outlined in like charcoal, basically where I where I was gonna carve it. But like, you see, there's like a tiny little chip in like <laughs> the like very the little, beginning little of it. Inks all through it. <laughs> Just like at the Just very at beginning. The beginning, he did not get very far at all. Like these these scales are way too hard for Icky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I will say. Wall, go ahead and give me the Tinker check.
2: You're proficient in Smith's tools, right, Wall? Yes.
0: And because Icky has laid everything out and he's coaching you through it, I will give you a D6 for his assistance.
3: Okay. But I do not know what it is that I'm rolling, though. What
0: do we have you roll for? Well, because it's already out on there. Yeah, just roll your Smith's tools and then add six to that.
3: Yeah, but I never added them, so I'm not sure what I get on the smith's
2: tools. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> it's proficiency plus dexterity. Mmm,
3: that ain't good. <laughs> Since I have to put a lot of effort in it, can I use strength? I, I mean,
0: will say for this one, if you want to do away because you are trying to punch through the scales, roll roll it with strength. X is a minus one, so... yeah. Well, and because Icky's got the the chart down and he's kind of helping you get the hammers and chisels set, I'm going to say this one will be strength based.
3: All right. So proficiency and strength.
0: And I also don't want you to break the shield that he's been building for a year. And a half. <laughs> yes, please don't <laughs> not, <want
1: this.
0: laughs> not to get too meta with it, but I really don't want
2: that to happen. <laughs>
1: There will be player
2: tears. <laughs> you ever seen a rat cry?
1: <laughs> I've I watched uh, Ninja Turtles.
3: The twenty-five, and do I get the D six with it? And you get the D six with it. Hell yeah! Well, mm. twenty-six. That's okay. <laughs> still, like, get rid of that one. You
0: actually, <laughs> you actually, the number I was looking for because this is the final steps to getting your shiny new thing finished was a twenty-five. So you beat that check by one. Yeah, yeah.
2: Fuck yeah. I mean, the shield is
3: done.
0: So, who's in the room right next to them?
2: I don't know if we ever established where the rooms were in space.
0: We never really did that.
4: Yeah, we'll say I am.
0: So, Magdar, all of a sudden, even through... You've heard nothing. Like, when you get into your room, it's very... It's not, like audio dampening. (laughs) Uh, But it's very quiet. Like, you you don't hear people walking by. You know, Wall and Icky have been doing God knows what next door just because icky has been so so frantic about getting back there. You know, he's been working on some You've not heard anything. And all of a sudden, you still don't really hear anything, but you notice that all of your brewery stuff that's on that wall Mm -hmm. is swaying a little bit, and it's rhythmic. And as you start to pay attention... You start to hear over the sound of just very light glass tinking because you've got all your stuff in pretty good. It's not quite Tennessee moonshiner level, but Mm -hmm. it's a little above that. It's a quality. Take
1: offense to that.
0: Lady, my family got ran out of three states for (laughs) moonshining. Oh? (laughs) Yeah, we were apparently, I don't know if that means we were good at it or we sucked at it. I'm going to go with (laughs) somewhere in the middle.
1: (laughs) It's like there's there's being being good at making it and being good at being sneaky about it.
4: So I definitely, yeah, I'll check that out.
0: Yeah, you hear, like I said, it's it's rhythmic. You hear the tink, and you're noticing that every time you hear the tink, you're feeling the floor thump with every tink.
4: He's assuming immediately that this is some crazy magic thing going on.
0: <laughs> you're going to walk <laughs> out the towers just fucking walking.
4: <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, with a total blank look on my face. Totally prepared for whatever god-awful thing I'm going to see. I open the door to my room and investigate.
0: As you open the door, that is when you actually, for the first time, hear a sound emanating from a room. You hear a resounding thwack, just rhythmically. It's every, like, five or six seconds, coming from Icky and Wall's room.
4: Okay, I'll go to the door and knock in such a way that I knock on the door in between the rhythm of their wagon in, in hopes of getting heard.
0: You guys, this is a very almost ritualistic moment. Yeah. So I want you guys to roll perception at disadvantage.
2: Alright.
1: Somebody just looks up, looks over at the ball, moves over to the other side of the bed, goes back to what she was doing and just doesn't question it.
2: Hell yeah.
0: neither of you hear anything you are now you are about a quarter of the way through this shield this engraving process and just completely entranced in it
4: okay so after knocking for a little bit and not hearing anything I look around and I don't see anybody and I just announce very loudly I want to open the door now
0: (laughs) you are welcome to but because the door is kind of that soundproofing if you're not saying it with the door open, they will not hear you.
2: To give you an idea of what I'm doing, Bob, so as he's chiseling this trench into the scales, I'm going in behind and, like, laying in flux and Mm -hmm. burning in the runes into these scales, because there's only, like, a a short period of time when when the scales are kind of, you know, slightly marred that they can take Mm -hmm. this burning, because usually they're resistant to flame. So I'm kind of going in behind, like, laying in a trail of flux and, like, burning in this rune as he's going along
0: so magdar as you open the door you guys are completely enraptured with those little rolls you're not even going to roll again to see if you recognize that the door's been opened (laughs) you open the door and what you see it's an odd sight there is limited light in the room icky has a small forge kind of glowing in the corner not fully aflame but you can tell that he was doing something with it
4: Question. He opened the door, right? Uh huh. How many more of us can hear that now?
0: With that door open, <laughs> the entire hall is now here. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. And so you guys kind of crowd the doorway, and what you guys see, Icky and Wall are so drawn to what they're doing that they're missing the beauty of what they are actually creating at this point in time. There is a soft glow of blue-white light coming off of this shield with little traces of blue fire as Icky ignites the flux. And as you guys watch, they seem to be picking up speed almost imperceptibly. It's, it's like watching a steam locomotive get that drive up. You can tell they've hit their stride. It's perfect harmony. The synergy couldn't be any better had they been doing this for decades together. As soon as the blow lands, Iggy's behind him with a bright blue flash of flux. And you guys watch, and you're pulled into the situation. It feels like no time has passed at all, and all of a sudden, that blue blinding light has compassed the entire room. And you notice that it almost looks like suspended in that light are the very runes that are being etched onto the shield. And with an audible pop as the last rune is filled with flux, Wall sits up, and Wall and Icky. Yes. You two are going to take a point of exhaustion.
2: Okay.
3: Uh, can do. You feel
0: more drained than you ever have at any point in time of your life. And as you look up, you guys see from around you A kaleidoscope of images of what you would guess would be the life of this dragon. Flashes of ice and the dull sound of a roar echoing just in your ears. The people in the hallway, you don't see that. What you guys see appear to be the runes floating and slowly being encased in snowflakes. And all of a sudden, the flash goes away and everything seems to fall back in onto that shield.
4: Magnar is weeping.
0: Depause <laughs> that because this is a really cool thing. Had you guys not finished with a pass on that, you would have done it. It just wouldn't have been as epic.
2: <laughs> I mean, this is it's pretty fucking sweet.
1: I'm gonna say a Rome was also there to just to investigate the noise, and then just it was mesmerizing. But she does still have the list like in her hand and her pencil, and the other just staring at it.
3: Thank Christ, I got to use strength instead of fucking death. yeah <laughs> Yeah.
2: a legendary artifact. Does anyone speak giant? I do. I mean other than wall like I know you do. Oh nope. Okay. so you wouldn't recognize the runes then that we've carved into this thing. It does
3: say that a character who examines the rune and succeeds at a DC twenty Intelligence History check
2: recognizes it. That's true.
1: None of them is that curious.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Spencer. Come on, man. All right, give him a break. Been up all night reading
4: about the silverhawks. If I ask the ancestors, would they know anything about giant runes?
0: I don't believe they would, sir. Okay. But you guys kind of noticed, besides the party themselves, Mike and Tim have somehow managed to get in front of all of you. And are basically kind of at the very edge of where that blue light light stopped.
2: Has anyone said anything yet?
0: And Mike and Tim and you just go,
2: whoa. At that point, like, Icky will jump like, (laughs) where
0: What did you get in here?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you see us all like scooby <laughs> peering around the edge of the doorframe looking in on you. And
3: Wall's just holding the shield up in front of him like, yes, yes. <laughs> just glorying in it.
0: And for me, how many days of attunement does that take?
2: It's just regular attunement. Okay. Yeah, so what is it like, spend an hour to attune? So because of my magical crafting from Artificer, this is going to be a plus one shield as well.
3: Yes. Yeah. Oh, fucking yes.
4: Go ahead and change that AC. <laughs> as Wall holds the shield up triumphantly, Magdar is still weeping, looks around at the people around him and tries to initiate a slow clap.
0: <laughs> Roll a charisma check. Uh, actually, performance. Performance.
1: Romy's hands are full, and she does not want to smudge the paper.
0: Mm. You clap once, and Mike and Tim and Houston go. Not this time. This is a moment of reverie.
1: <sighs> I feel like it's revere. Or reverie sounds more party.
0: Reverence, as I believe. Reverence. That was the word I was going for. Thank you.
4: That's how every slow clap should go. <laughs>
1: My am is gonna say that's amazing is this what you've been working on all this time she's asking Icky, staring at the shield
2: I'm sorry I w- I was reading what's up
4: <laughs>
1: she asked if that was what you've been working on
0: this to- whole time
2: yeah Yes. Yeah, is- wasn't it obvious no I, s- I suppose not Yes, I'm, I'm and- really proud of this. Uh, I look forward to seeing it in action in in the gladiatorial arena.
3: In the background, walls already strapped it on. It's all <laughs> through all those paces. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to test it? Absolutely, I do.
1: Perhaps not in here.
3: Can Artemis see the part that he helped make back at the
1: beginning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah!
2: all those so I, I make three quick
0: steps, lightning speed, and just try to give him a punch right in his gut. You know what? Even though you rolled a crit fail, I will let Wall describe how he catches it on the shield. I won't make <laughs> you roll a fumble table, sir. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <up fucking> hand. <laughs> right? You have disadvantage in all right-handed attacks
3: for the next <laughs> week. <laughs> because, hold on, because we're sparring now, and I've said yes, I want to test it out. Mm-hmm. Can I choose to let this hit me?
0: Yes, but you won't be able to use any of the magic in the shield because it's not attuned yet.
4: Oh, uh, damn. But you can still put me on my ass for that crit one. So maybe on second thought, you don't want to get it scuffed? No, 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 no. Like moving Charlie Brown's football?
0: <laughs> in my mind, within that one, he just... Fucking Sparta shields the shit out of him.
1: An accident. Not even trying.
3: If he comes in with, with like, the... Did you say it was a kick? No, it was just, like, three quick steps and a punch just, like,
2: straight in the middle of your chest.
3: He'll tuck the shield in and cover up his chest and then kind of pull back just a little bit and then surge forward and, and swing that shield out wide after catching the punch and throwing his, his arm away. <laughs> Well, and then Wall we'll will be like, okay, 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 okay. So come back in an hour and do that again. <laughs> uh, okay. And then Wall will continue to attune to this.
2: Icky's going to describe to you the runes that he, he kind of planned out on this thing, Wall. Okay. But he's not going to do it like under the guise of the rest of the party. <laughs> no, no, he, he's just going to wait. So I'm just going to let you know, like, you don't know what it can do quite yet, I will in time reveal that to you. The wall doesn't know, but I know. I know Ryan knows. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's known this for like a year. Longer than that. Jesus, he's known this for like a year and a half, dude.
3: Yeah. We've been building this for a long time.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, well, see you in an hour. i oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go find some ice to put on his hand.
1: We're only just gonna go, well... Not going to set off any other loud noises. I think I do need some rest. I'll get back to this in the morning. She ge- kind of gestures with the paper, but she's holding it so no one can really see what's on it.
4: Hey, what you got there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to say, if, you, if, the, if you're going to attempt it, if you're not just going to
3: kind of... 44! <laughs> All perception.
2: <laughs> well, I, I think you're more enamored with the shield than you are with the piece yeah, paper I holding.
3: I know, I know.
0: Yeah, you know, you're, you're able to just kind of tuck that into your pocket without really bringing attention to it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, never mind.
3: I will go over to Magdar because he seems to be the most... In awe of your new shiny? Yes, Reverent of it,
4: with the tears streaming down his face. Weeping off of <laughs> my hairy, matted face.
3: Just
4: Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh. It took me back to when I made my distillery with Papa. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I go over and I'll, I'll show him the the handiwork on it. Get a little close up look. He's like, "Here,
2: see." Yeah, so he's gonna. Climb up on your shoulder at that point, and he's going to kind of whisper to the two of you. Oh yes, yes. Uh, th- this rune here is this the Uven rune? Uh, it means enemy and giant. And, uh, yes, and you can activate it, and uh, you can you can make the target weaker. And, and, and... Activate? Oh yes, uh, y- you've seen Wall surely activate his runes on his body.
4: Oh, when he comes, when he gets big? Yes, yes, yes. yes. So the shield gets big. Um. If wall gets big,
2: yes. (laughs) Additionally, this this rune here is is the rune for cold, and it it makes the wearer immune to cold damage.
4: I immediately hug the shield and touch that rune with my face.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Strange reaction. Interesting, interesting. (laughs) <laughs> trying to brand it onto his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, f- further, this this rune here uh, uh, it means re- rebuke in giant. Yes, uh, if 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 the ru- if the shield is stricken, you can activate this rune to to deal the damage back to them.
1: Rama is watching both out of curiosity but the shield does, and because it's really entertaining watching Magdar try and figure out what these words mean.
4: That's just genuinely really cool. yeah it's
3: it's why it's taken a year and a half to make this
2: yeah i've been working on this like i have like an old ass paper here with just like a whole bunch of numbers starting from (laughs) the earliest i have is like 300 something hours but i've been i've been putting a lot of hours into this i don't think i have my oldest notes when i started doing it but basically every time we've been traveling and you see icky like blood is forge or something that's him working on this so it's been a long time
4: coming Oh yeah. Can you make a bunch of tiny suits of armor for my wasps? (laughs) (laughs) What would that be if they had metal tipped stingers? You know what I mean? That would be fucking awesome. (laughs) Yes.
3: (laughs) God damn it, I didn't even think about that. What if we could coat the
4: stingers in silver? Mm -hmm. Oh. Where would we go Mm -hmm. into these Do you think the wasps would survive the the heat? They're totally versatile. They were underwater that time.
2: They say they are. They are magic wasps. So yes. <laughs> may I? May I take a few of your wasps for for study? And I'll hold out an empty vial from my my satchel. I'd make no promises that that no harm will come to them. Know that. In fact, I could almost promise you that it will.
4: Okay, so um, I had a phrase, but I don't remember what it was. But I'll say that phrase unto my hammer. And the biggest, beefiest looking soldier, their <laughs> horns yep. actually comes buzzing out and lands on the rim of the glass <laughs> and Magdar tells you that you don't you don't need to keep him in, in a thing. He'll be fine. He'll hang out with you till you done.
2: Oh intriguing.
4: You've you've trained these wasps. They're really cool wasps.
0: And so the wasp you see, it, it's its bigger than a standard wasp is. It's not like murder hornet huge.
2: Yeah, so I'm I'm instantly like just like staring at it on the tip of my vial here. And I'm just like kind of sketching with my other hand a, a, a small picture of it. And there's like all these little side notes with pointers. And now, now that like this, this project's finished, like I'm excited at the prospect of a new project.
4: New one. <laughs> bee armor yeah.
1: for the bee hammer. You
4: can name that one. These guys breed all day. That's all they're doing in there.
1: Yeah.
4: So if I ever give you any honey, you know, that's all they're doing in there is making honey and breeding and
2: having <laughs> sex.
4: <laughs> yeah. So
2: Just throwing
0: up and making more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So Icky is actually very down with the plan to like silver tip their stingers. Okay. So I think that's probably what he's going to try first is a few experiments to see if they survive the process of basically dipping their stingers in molten silver.
0: So, when we start in on those processes, those are going to be some weird rolls?
2: Yeah, just let me know when you want to... I'm definitely not going to do it tonight, because, like, as soon as people stop talking to Icky, he's probably going to collapse on the floor.
4: Right off the top there, I would say... That uh, Magdar wouldn't want you to just dip his bees in molten hot <laughs> silver. <laughs> no, no, just their stingers. He did, <laughs> yeah, he stingers. That they
0: did not guarantee their safety. The That's thing
2: correct. Like- I I did disclaim that. Yeah. He
0: screwed have told you that before you gave him one. For the purposes of outfitting them in armor, which is fucking brilliant. I never even thought of that. Like, that never even crossed the plane of reality for me.
4: Little hornet armor?
0: For anything involving them, like, experiment-wise, Magdar, you will need to be present. They'll only follow kind of simple commands from Mm -hmm. Icky. The more complex stuff, you'll have to be there for.
4: Okay. I'd like to be hands-on with the project, too, because I care about my hornets.
3: Uh, You could have to order these hornets to their death. Hornet,
4: soldier, <laughs> Hornet B sixteen is very important to me. <laughs>
3: you can tell by the personalized
4: name that you gave him.
3: You get to hear his like psychic screams in your head when he dips his button into <laughs> That's
2: mm-hmm. what I want to know. Like, do do hornets have feeling in their stingers, or is that just like a toenail to them? We don't find out.
1: Bees have nerves in their stingers.
2: But what about hornets?
1: I am actually reading about that now. <laughs> ah,
4: interesting. Okay. Where are you researching that?
1: You corporate? never
0: thought you'd research. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure my FBI guy is going, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Weirdest things with this Where? Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next week to find out what happens on Disciples of the Eight. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash if you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Disciples of the Eight is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is deemed by the amazing Bob Tidwell and produced by me, Brianna Toybert, with music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. We have Brock as Icky, Ryan as Wall, Matt as Vicros, Spencer as Artemis, Cash as Magdar, Kara as the Anonymous Druid, and myself as ROME. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com.
2: Our world, once beautiful, filled with hope and ripe with life, now stares unto the emptiness of extinction. Where kingdoms reigned, capital cities now sprawl, right with fear and loss. Those upon the edges of the wilds become fewer as corruption seeps from the shadows down deep. But we will not submit to the night. We will not willingly be consumed by the gloom. Companies will rise. The Grey Wolves will fight. While manifests may tear themselves from our dreams, we will take back the light they have stolen. Join us at MidnightKingdoms.com. Fight with us. Make our print in the Chronicles of the Grey Wolves!